The following program, The Role-Playing Hour, European Swedish Nurse Bathtime Adventure, is intended as cartoonish satire and does not necessarily reflect the personal opinions of the author or of the majority of the actors saying the lines. A troll who lives under a bridge wrote most of the script. We did pay him in live billy goats, though, which he then swallowed whole. So, in the scheme of things, aren't we the monsters? This podcast contains adult language and concepts and bongs. Tune out if you're likely to be offended. It's a pity that your bid to become president of this obscure Eastern European country failed, DM. Yes, Roland, who knew my old comments about women would come back to haunt me? I thought your apology was very well handled, though. I would like to apologize for the comments I made in 2006 when I walked into a bar and said, Where dem tits at? These remarks were lewd and uncharacteristic. They were uncalled for. They denigrated women. I also do not know why I made them as a faux black man. I suppose where dem tits at was, in a way, some Al Jolson-like form of verbal blackface. Black vocal cords, if you like. Black lung? No. Black lung's a thing minors get. Not that I've ever had anything to do with minors. <clears throat> My indiscretions with minors were never proven. I did not take coal in return for sexual favors. Anyway, <clears throat> yes. Where dem... Why I chose to speak as if I had a thirst-stopping speech impediment when I'm perfectly capable of pronouncing th... I will never know. I'll be analyzing that to the day I die. Was I trying to sound Jamaican? Do I think ladies are more likely to show their tits to a Jamaican? I honestly have no idea. It just came out that way. Where are them tits at? While I admit where are those tits would not have been much better. Where are them tits at was far... Far worse. Why at instead of are those? Is it my attempt at ebonics? Am I trying to sound like an African-American rapper? Am I culturally appropriating that which was never mine to begin with? And so, am I sullying the unique cultural diversity of our planet Earth? But didn't Beck have a song in the 90s, Where It's At? Isn't Where It's At just like a cool rock and roll term? But then isn't rock and roll also appropriated from African-Americans? And is Beck a worthy measure? Isn't he a Scientologist now? Whatever happened to Beck? Is he still alive? God, I had bad taste in music as a teen. I think Where It's At may, in fact, be one of the first CDs I ever bought. Remember CDs? Anyway, completely inappropriate. I should never have walked into that bar and said, Where are them tits at? I never claimed I was perfect. I can only hope I've grown as a person since my lewd, objectifying, misogynistic, thirst-stopping, ebonics-appropriating, culturally insensitive Jamaican post-colonial colonializing days of early 2006. Thank you. I will now take questions. <laughs> Alfred North of the New York Times. Did you ever find out where those tits were at? Yes. Apparently, they are on the fronts of ladies. Ah. <laughs> Still live and learn. 
Every day, a new day. Each dawn full of new possibilities, etc. And Roland, I'm all about self-improvement, as you know. WTF? Yes, I want to make myself a better person. I want to improve lives, our lives. Make the world, from my subjective point of view, a better place. So I'm thinking of hiring a servant. I'll then be a better fed and better dressed person in a house that is better cleaned. Your life will be better because the servant will do all the chores I'm too lazy to do. From my point of view, the world will be better and I will be better, at least in terms of how the subjective experience of being me is rated on a scale of 1 to 10. Right now my life is at a 4. With a servant, it'll be at a 10. That is better. Uh, but how will you afford a servant? I looked into it and domestic staff here are like really cheap. Unemployment is rife, as you know, wages are low, and we, as English speakers, are paid tax-free in the black at exorbitant rates. We can easily throw a few dollars a day a servant's way. Think of how much we'll be helping a servant. They live on a pittance. With our help, they can live on a slightly larger pittance. I really would be improving people's lives. Oh, I know where this is going. You'll get a sexy maid and it will all end in misery. No, no, Roland. <laughs> I know myself well enough to know that if a healthy young woman was running around the house all day in a maid's uniform, I would sexually harass her, consciously or subconsciously, and there'd be charges. And after my political career tanked, the last thing I need is another sex scandal. Besides, I wouldn't want a woman seeing the portliness of my carriage or the discombobulated state of my underthings behind closed doors. No! The misery of my private life must be hidden from female eyes. I need a manslave. A gentleman's gentleman. A, a butler. Good luck. No, apparently the agency I looked at has local butlers trained in England to British butlerial standards approved by the Buckinghamshire Butlers Board of Her Majesty's Imperial Brigade of International Domestics. Five stars. Since the European Union, Eastern Europeans have gone there, trained and glutted the market. They have now come home with their tails between the tails of their tailcoats, especially since Brexit has everyone worried and they're offering their service for rock-bottom prices. They can't even use their English-speaking skills to teach the language, because they've learned to communicate with an innate servility that the international business community finds abhorrent. So there are just butlers everywhere. The countryside's just brimming with butlers. And there are not enough people waiting to get butlered. But I could hire a manservant to butler me today. Just picture a Roland me, butlered daily. My very own major domo for less than the cost of a mini Mars bar. How do we choose one then? Well, the company has a site. You just look through the butler profiles and try to find a manservant that is compatible with you. Let's see. Here we are. Dozens to choose from. Look at this butler. Barry Beaglehole. Likes long walks ten feet behind his master on the beach. Cleaning silverware in the sunset and being discreet about a gentleman's sexual peccadilloes. Hmm. And here, Jeeves Deverson Esquire the First enjoys subtle machinations to see that idle masters are kept free of inconvenient social obligations and problems with the law, matchmaking in ways that their master remains blissfully unaware of, and deadpan underappreciation. What about this one? Eaton Oxford Cambridge Smythe. Looking for a master with whom I can truly subjugate my inner self beneath a veneer of polite loyalty and understatement. No anal. Sorry for referring to my future master as whom, the object, 
as it may not be appropriately humble, but I do so because it is I who will be the subject, <coughs> your subject, always. It's a real treasure trove. Cool, what about this one? Smurthwaite. He doesn't even have a first name, just Smurthwaite. He's truly immersed himself in the job. <coughs> Butler, valet, a personal gentleman's gentleman, and a gentleman's personal gentleman. I believe a true gentleman has no flaws, and I will ensure that society sees a gentleman that way also. Discreet, unassuming, sycophantic. I would say I am self-effacing, but that would require me to use the word self. <laughs> he sounds like my kind of guy. And look at that pic. Stately, dignified, spick and span. Oh, he doesn't look like a spick to me. No, spick and... Anyway, it's him we want. Smurthwaite. I'm going to swipe right. How quickly does he get shipped? Well, it says they will pack him into the crate with air holes right away and ship him overnight. Poor little guy. He'll get so bored in his crate with air holes. Oh no, they give him a clock to wind and polish to keep him entertained. He'll be fine. And the crate is about as big as the space under the stairs the butler has to live in an average palatial mansion anyway, so golden. Oh, and look, because I'm a first-time customer, my butler comes with a free extra pair of spats. Yeah, but they're not as good as the spats we're both wearing right now. Yeah, but they're free. This is Jewel Estate, and I hate the role-playing hour because they remind me too much of that hitchhiker I killed and buried beneath the floorboards. Even when I cover my ears, I can still hear that heart beating. <laughs> oh my god, I can't do that one. This is John Reese davis and I hate the role-playing hour because they smell like a dirty girl's pants. Why would I hate a dirty girl's pants? <laughs> You've got the wrong dwarf there, laddie. the butler delivery. I wait around all day and they come when I'm in the toilet. Why do they always come when you're in the... Wipe, 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 wipe. Coming! <laughs> Hello! Delivery, sir, if you just want to sign. Certainly. What is a DM? Is the butler here? He is indeed. Oh, hey, delivery guy. Want to hit me, bong? Sure. Here you go. Ta. Yeah, now just have another hit. <laughs> oh, I signed so badly. It says DNM in case you can't read it. Sorry, it took me so long. It's fine, sir. And here's your package.
Roland, I think the delivery man just fell down the stairs. Yeah, this gear's choice really messes up your spatial perception. Anyway, uh, time to open up our butler. Oh, should I get on my phone? We could do a butler unboxing video for the internet. Oh, you can smell the boot polish through the little air holes. Guy must be eager to come out. Let me just open the box with this Stanley knife. <laughs> I'm always worried I'm gonna damage what's underneath. Coming out of there, little guy. Sir. So, are you... Smurthwaite? Sir. You are my... New butler? Sir. Here to, uh... <laughs> here to serve me? At your service, sir. A servicer? At my service, sir. Great, Roland, let's test him out. Tip your bong water onto the floor. <coughs> Clean up that bong water, Smurthwaite. Sir. <coughs> Look how efficient he is, Roland. Let's see what else he can handle. Try dipping some more bong water. Oh, you tipped it on his head. Uh, clean it up, Smurthwaite. Uh, tip your bong water under the fridge. See if he spots it there. See if he cleans it up under the fridge. Oh, he's moving the fridge. He's better than a Roomba. This is Coronemic, and I hate the role-playing hour because... When we went to the sauna, they decided to go full Swedish. And I didn't need to see that. is K9. Though this unit is incapable of emotion, I calculate that the role-playing hour has a 98% probability of causing feelings of hate and distress in any sentient life form. Ah, Smurthwaite. It's wonderful having you around. Can you straighten my cummerbund, sir? Look at this cummerbund, Roland. Was never so straight when I asked you for help. Well, that's because I was purposely misaligning your cummerbund as a fuck you to the 1%. Well, the 1% says fuck you right back, Roland. And there's 99% of you, so there's more to fuck. Ah, this cummerbund is deadly straight. Now, Smurthwaite, I think I would like you to move on to my... Gentleman's abode. <laughs> my masculine boudoir. My room, if you will, sir. I should like you to remove my crusty wanking tissues, my wanking socks, my wanking hankies, the shirts I wanked on, the porn mags that got wank on them, the supermarket bra catalog that got accidentally spattered with wank, and that short article on how feminists are finding their voices through the empowering strength of women's tennis, which is covered in wank. Sir. Great! Even I didn't want to touch that stuff because it was too grody, and it gave my room a certain pungent mist of musky man miasma. Roland! Smurthwaite is a dream! <laughs> and look how precisely he's done my comb over. Straight along the crown, and then each strand is a cheeky curl at the end, like the treble clef starting off a staff of sheet music. <laughs> I'm a living symphony. Very dignified. And he rolled all me joints and put them in me wardrobe in a joint bandolier. 
He made you a joint bandolier? I'm wearing it now. I'm like joint Rambo or joint Chewbacca. Yeah. Yeah. Who else wears a bandolier? I don't know, but whoever it is, I'm like him. But with joints. A bandito, a Mexican bandito. I'm like him with joints. Just look at me. I'm dapper as damn. Ladies are sure to fall over themselves to get to me now. Ladies love a gentleman, but... <gasps> Gasp. What is it? My exterior is extremely slick and gentlemanly now, right? Smurthwaite has pressed this tux, knotted this bow tie, monogrammed and then folded this kerchief, straightened this cummerbund, polished these shoes, dyed these spats in the Eton colours, greased and artistically stylized my comb-over, and provided me with this most chic straw boater. And no lady is going to say no, but what if, I mean... <clears throat> We live in the modern world, right? What if a lady unbuttons my trousers and sees... Mm -hmm. Well, my exterior is superior, but underneath... Oh, my man bush is so wild, unkempt and thick that one cannot even see my penis. I've literally never trimmed anywhere down there. Why would you bother? It's the fashion, Roland. Plus, it makes your member look bigger. Plus, I want ladies to actually be able to find my penis. Smurthwaite! Sir. Excuse us, Roland. Smurthwaite! <clears throat> now, I know you are a gentleman's gentleman. I know you are a man of discretion. I know you are a man who understands high-class fashion. I would like you to style my pubes. I mean, I would myself, but I can never get things right, even with my beard when I try. So my pubes would be... <laughs> uh, and what manner of style would Sir prefer? Just um, take a little off the top and the back. Make it shorter, but make sure it's less body. And number two, I think. And if you like, if you have time, if you think it best, you could perm some little curls in the end at a uniform length. So my pubes unfold like the petals of a chrysanthemum. Sir, just bend at the knees, sir. Bow-legged, sir. <laughs> ah, Smurthwaite, this is the life. You know, before you came along, I was suffering. Suffering and having to do things myself. And there was you, unemployed, wanting to do things. And I scooped you up and improved your life. You must be so grateful. Uh, oh, and if you could also smooth out the forest and the butt crack there. And number two, sir. No, it's just dried up leftover chunky bits. No, sir. I mean, the length. Oh, yes. A number two. Yes. Don't worry. That wasn't a number two. <laughs> you may proceed. But begin at the front. I doubt ladies will like me enough to want to have anything to do with the back. Anyway, start at the front and then just kind of go around underneath and up the back. Follow the yellow brick road, Dorothy. Uh, your scrotum smells like a stray dog that ate bad oysters, threw up all over itself, and then got pissed on by a horse with kidney failure. And your penis, sir, uh, looks like a dead baby bird someone stepped on, so its guts and a twice-digested gecko are leaking out its semi-transparent, rotting maw. Um, excuse me? Sir. <laughs> I'm going to let that slide. 
clearly there's a cultural difference at play here. <laughs> Where I'm from, most men do not like to have their genitals mocked by their stewards. Just, uh, mm, <clears throat> just keep that to yourself. Compliment the genitals if you must speak. Actually, don't, don't compliment them. That would be weird. Just be, just be quiet about them. Don't worry. Don't feel bad. Just a misunderstanding, I'm sure. Now, get in there. Get in deep near the taint. The mechanism appears to have jammed, sir. Hmm, I specifically asked for the one they use on sheep. I shall venture forth to the animal husbandry supply store and fetch another shearing device for use on your pubic region, sir. Ah, good, yes, you do that. Good man. <laughs> Ask for one that would denude a Highland heifer. Do I talk to now or do I just pretend you're not there? The classy thing to do is to never even acknowledge butlers. Isn't it very well? <clears throat> Here is me not acknowledging you. So. This is J.G. Hertzler. I hate the role-playing hour. I hate it so much that I sent an entire fleet of Vorture-class heavy cruisers to blow them out of the sky. And I am your son. Garon. This is John Rhys Davis, and I hate the role-playing hour because they smell like a dirty girl's pants. Why would I hate a dirty girl's pants? <laughs> You've got the wrong dwarf there, laddie. Ah, the great outdoors. <laughs> my dangling middle-aged paunch is held in place by my cummerbund, my comb-over covered by my straw boater, my tux is impeccable. People are sure to look past my imperfections and accept me at face value as a gentleman now. <laughs> I really have self-improved. At least in terms of what other people think. And in the end, isn't that all that really matters? Hey, look, it's a DM. He's that guy who's dangly matted pubes gummed up an electric shaver. And it was the kind they usually use on sheep. Hmm, that's, uh, <laughs> that's odd. How would that complete stranger know that, sir? Sir, how do you know that? Can you perchance see in my window? Could you perhaps not repeat that on the street? Thank you. I have a certain upper-class air to maintain, don't you know? Hey, look! It's that guy with the really ugly dick and balls. And his dick and ball hair broke a shearing tool used on animals. And his dick and ball hair goes halfway up the shaft of his dick, like it's some sort of dick licking Hmm, how would that random lady know that? How would she know that my dick and ball hair grows halfway up the shaft of my dick? Even if she couldn't see through my bedroom window, say if she lived across from me or something, that is not something someone could easily determine from a distance. Perhaps she was using binoculars. That goes beyond simple eavesdropping and into perving. Hey, lady, don't peep at people with binoculars, okay? You're disgusting. That's outrageous. And clean... Your binoculars, because clearly, clearly, my dick and ball hair does not go halfway up the shaft of my dick. My shaft is smooth and svelte. My jeans know exactly when to switch off the hair-growing skin and start the shaft skin. Yeah, so there. 
so you're wrong. <laughs> and, uh, but, uh, any ladies who don't think I have an ugly dick, feel free to perv at me through binoculars and wank. If you like, yeah. And then, when you've gotten yourselves appropriately warmed up, come around, knock on the door, and I'll be happy to finish. <laughs> Obviously, in that case, foreplay would not be required. You would already be warmed up from your salacious perving. So one could not fault me if I jumped on top with no preparation. <laughs> so yeah, I can provide that info in pamphlet form if anyone needs. But in the meantime, those who don't love the appearance of my dick could just look away, okay? <laughs> Have a little dignity, please. Thank you. Hey, look, it's Harry Shaft. I tip my boater to you, sir, for the sake of decorum. But I'm not approving of you. Understand? Hmm. How odd that all these people seem to know about my hairy shaft. Right, now... <clears throat> Smurthwaite, if you could hold the robo-vag a little to the left. Oh, that's it. Let me get a good thrusting angle. Yes. And if you could hold my phone a little higher while it plays the porn. <laughs> and maybe you could just, like, move the phone backwards and forwards so it looks like the boobies are bouncing towards my face. Yes. And, oh, robo-vag a little to the right. I am re-angling your flashlight, sir. Great, great, and uh, Smurthwaite, maybe if you could wear all black and a ninja mask, like a puppeteer, when I accidentally make eye contact with you, it really kills the mood. Uh, maybe just move the row of edge around however you think best, let yourself just feel the moment. I mean, that's the point, right? A, I don't do it myself because my wrists get tired, and B, I don't do it myself because I know which angle I'm going to move the robo vag, and so it spoils the illusion. Plus, C, I'm so glad that you're going to have to be the one cleaning it out. Oh, and don't use bleach. I learned that the hard way. Frankly, you disgust me, sir. Smurf, wait. What? What is that? Are you trying to talk dirty to get me in the mood? You, you don't need to do that. I mean, you can try if you like. <laughs> try calling me a dirty slut. You disgust me, sir. You're a sad, pathetic waste of a human specimen. Everything about you appalls me. Smurthwaite, you can't say that. You're my butler, my valet, my gentleman's personal gentleman. You, you're a discretion, and upstairs, downstairs, and, and yeah, you maintain your master physically and spiritually. Not only is your balding head ugly, your wax comb of a hair is like a series of worms crushed by a steamroller across some old stale bubblegum reflecting the sun. And not only is your paunch as wretched and veiny as a distended tit on a 106-year-old lady's three-day-old corpse left lying on the floor to be nibbled on by her cats, and not only are your genitals like the kicked-in remnants of a sickly guinea pig that got on the wrong side of some neo-Nazi guinea pig-hating soccer hooligans, but your morals, sir, and your general lifestyle, sir, shock me to my very core. And I have seen everything. I believe that you are the lowest form of human life I have heretofore encountered, sir. Smurthwaite! 
If you were trying to stop me from finishing so you'd not have to clean out the robot badge, well, sorry. But you actually helped me along in some weird way. I shall have to see a psychologist. But Smurf, wait. How can you do this? I'm paying you. I'm your gentleman. I'm your master. You're a dirty, useless fuck cock, sir. Smurthwaite! Oh, uh, careful how you're holding the robo badge, it's starting to spill. Ah, spring! <laughs> the ladies out in their light cotton dresses. Flesh revealed again. I feel a stirring in my sap. Ah, look at this young lady. Hello there, you delectable sweetmeat. Hey, does it hurt having hairs halfway up your shaft? Like, do they get caught in the zip or... How do you know I have hairs halfway up my shaft? I mean, I don't have hairs halfway up my shaft. Who told you such lies? My shaft conforms to all the normal anatomical models used as a baseline for pube barbers everywhere. For shame for repeating such falsehoods, hot young lady, for shame. Well, your butler Smurthwaite must be lying then, but I don't know, he's pretty trustworthy. Smurthwaite? Smurthwaite told you he, he, he reveals intimate details of his gentleman- <gasps> But I'm his gentleman! My gentleman can't talk about my little gentleman with random gentle folk, what's the world coming to? He said you were too disgusting and he could just not hold it in anymore. He had to tell someone or he would lose his mind, he said. And he said your dick looks like a shriveled up white dog poo peeking out of discarded Devon skin covered in ants. How dare he? How dare he refer to it as Devon? I told him in my house we call a Fritz a Fritz, no matter what version of English he learned. No Queenslandism sneaking in here. And you know, my penis is actually quite substantial if you're feeling you know <clears throat> if the springtime is waking up your hormones and you're thinking oh me oh my i need a shaft to ride on well mine is folkloric in proportions <laughs> uh-huh mine is that fabled penis your friends speak of in hushed tones i mean in some circles my penis is referred to as the widow maker the widow maker Wait, that makes no sense. So it kills people's husbands? I mean, I mean, the widower maker. It makes widowers by killing ladies through their vag. Via its girth, you see. But I mean, you like it, being killed through the vag via the girth of my penis. You like it. Uh-huh, I don't know. I think the shaft hairs would chafe. I don't know. What about that hot lady riding by on a bike? Does she know about my shaft hairs? Most likely. Who else knows? Has he been telling everyone around here? Oh, everyone. And he tweets about you a lot. He has a lot of followers. His pictures of you keep getting flagged. Bloody hell. Hey, want me to prove to you that I don't have a hairy shaft? No. No, seriously. Smurthwaite waxed it. Check out how smooth this shit is. It's like handling fresh polonia. Polonia? You know, Devon up. Fritz. <clears throat> that Smurthwaite really knows his stuff. I'm so used to that transition, you know, as I move my grip up into hairiness. And now it's a smooth sailing all the way. Up and down. Up and down. Uh, police officer? Smurthwaite is really fucking me up, Roland. He's like hurting my self-esteem. 
I pay him to be so obsequious and invisible that he shouldn't be allowed to hurt my self-esteem. And he's polished me bongs. Look how shiny this is. It sparkles like the Koei Kuntinor. Ooh, nice. Not nice. I asked him where all the black shit from me mong is, and he said he threw it away. Can you believe that? He polished out all the resin, and he didn't even let me roll it into a bowl, mix it with backyard rock salt, and smoke it. The man has no empathy. And look what he says about us on his blog and in his YouTube vids. It's pretty inflammatory. And his podcast, popular is it? Gets 5,000 more subscribers than we do. Oh, 5,006. Yep. He's a social media guru. He is. But though he does all this good work for us, I'm going to have to cut him loose. <laughs> this stings too deep, Roland. This stings too deep. You know the man in the news agents knows I have to exfoliate my bumhole to get rid of all those stubborn bumholier pimples? The man at the news agents. Eh, uh, he probably has bumhole pimples too, everyone does. Really? Everyone has this problem? Nah, mate, that's fucking weird. There must be a butler's code that Smurthwaite's broken or something. I'll have to give him the boot. What if you let him go and in revenge he publishes all your letters? Reveals all your private business to the tabloids like that Princess Diana Butler. He's already published my letters, Roland. My balls are on the internet. I've already been Princess diana I have suffered just like the people's princess. The Princess of Hearts. The Princess of Hearts. What else can he do? Yeah, getting diana is no joke. Let him go. Oh, who's that knocking at the door? Are you expecting a delivery? No. Wait, why'd you say delivery? I could be expecting a friend. Shut up, we have no friends. I could have, you don't know. Are you expecting a friend, then? No. Ah, the effort. Smurthwaite isn't here now, so I have to get up and get the door. Soon it'll be like that every day. Oh, these Sisyphean tasks, like opening the door, will fall on my weary shoulders now. Maybe it is worth putting up with a bit of public dick-shaming to not have to open doors myself. Meanwhile, a short time ago. And so the long-awaited time is nearly upon us. We have traveled across an ocean of stars from our home world of Vega. And now here we are on this lonely blue planet with its thriving, intelligent life. Yes, fellow traveler. And soon we shall make contact. We shall make first contact with another alien civilization. This will be a momentous occasion in the history of both our worlds. Yes, and we are well prepared. Though we would appear diminutive to these earthlings and strange, we have built ourselves this perfectly camouflaged vehicle. The android we inhabit looks just like one of their kind. This is bound to make first contact easier. The humans will not be shocked by our appearance or size. We will not begin from a place of difference. We will come to them as if one of their own, as a messenger, and give the momentous news. All the people of our homeworld of Vega send their hopes and dreams with us. We speak on behalf of every one of our people born and yet to be born. For our worlds, Vega and Earth, have much to offer each other. Yes, with our technology we can cure the world of the Earth disorder they call cancer. We can help heal the ozone layer and reverse the greenhouse effect 
that might otherwise doom them. And we can show them how to grow food in much larger quantities so that none of them go hungry. And with their help, if they are willing to export some of what they call belly button lint to our world, we can solve our energy crisis and stop our planetary core from imploding as it is doomed to do in mere months. Will it be an equitable trade though? I mean, their belly button lint is so valuable. Will curing cancer, reversing the greenhouse effect and solving world hunger be enough? Oh, I am sure they will be open to a bit of friendly bartering. We can always throw in the cure to aging if they want a bit more. Oh, and we could tell them how to stop male pattern baldness. They'd like that. Yes, if only they knew how easy it was. Now the time has come for first contact. Who should we select? Who shall be remembered in the history books as the greatest person of their species? The first to make contact with people of another world? A great leader, perhaps? No, we should not ally ourselves with the elite. We must speak with the common human. We must find one that is of the everyday classes. We must speak people to people, not king to king. This will be a coming together of friends. The everyday people of Vega and the everyday people of Earth. Very well, I've located someone in a nearby living quarters who appears to be average. Well, he is below average. Even better, this unlucky soul shall become a hero to his species and to ours. We shall elevate first his life and then the lives of both our peoples. Very well. Using the ear machines on our human android to overhear his conversation, we can detect. Reach the Ah, it seems he's speaking the Earth language known as English. We will program our android to do the same. Our computers are not perfect at any of the Earth languages, but we shall have to try. And as he speaks to us, and we appear human, little will he know that people from another world sit in that apparent human's robotic head, and that what he thinks is a fellow person is in fact a technological marvel, and a vessel for an alien species, and that soon our two species shall lift each other to glory and unite to make the universe a better place. Now I am activating the knocking mechanism and signaling upon the door of their domicile. This truly is our first moment of communication. A simple knock. No. The effort. Smurthwaite isn't here now, so I have to get up and get the door. Soon it will be like that every day. Oh, these Sisyphean tasks, like opening the door, will fall on my weary shoulders now. Maybe it is worth putting up with a bit of public dick shaming from Earth to open doors myself. Hello? Here it is, the momentous occasion. First contact between the people of Earth and the people of Vega. What shall we have our android say? Perhaps we should simply introduce our race, tell him that we come from a distant star, and allow the enormity of that to sink in. Yes, program the computer to say that in his language. I shall. Android, speak. We are vegan. You what? We are vegan. You're... Yes, it is true, bipedal one. Your mind may have difficulty comprehending, but it is true, we are vegan. So it's not enough that you people tell us that five minutes into a conversation, but now you have to knock on people's doors to let everyone know. You just can't hold it in like one of your smelly, compacted vegan shits. I'm vegan, I'm vegan, I'm better than you. <laughs> No, we are... 
We are not better than you. We come in equality, eternal equality, so that our peoples may be. I'm vegan. I'm vegan. <laughs> I don't hurt little baby cows. Look at how nice I am. But we did not hurt little baby cows. The cattle mutilation, that was the greys. Those guys live on the wrong side of the nebula. They grew up poor. They take it out on cattle. It's like cow tipping, but interstellar style. But we did not do that. We only want to improve life for all. Yeah, yeah, trying to make me feel bad. Trying to make yourselves look better up on your moral high non-slaughtered horse. So high above. <laughs> You're so great. No one respects you, you know. Everyone hates you. Just shut up about it. Just fuck off. But we are vegan, we- I said fuck off. No one likes you here. We're sick of hearing about, I'm vegan, I'm vegan, I want to save the earth. Well, guess what? No one wants you to save the earth. We would rather you just shut up, fuck off, and stop telling everyone about how wonderful and vegan you are. Cunts. But your belly button lint, with it we could, and the global warming. Global warming? Are you trying to get me to sign up to Greenpeace or something? Fuck off. But we are vegan, we have an energy crisis. Of course you do, living on nothing but lentils and cabbage. You need to eat a steak. Our planetary core. Yes, yes, Mother Earth, Gaia, planetary core, whatever. I don't want what you're selling. Fuck off back to whatever hippie farm you crawled from. You come here and what do you do? Meat is wrong, meat is wrong. Meat is wrong, meeting is wrong. What are you trying to say? My translation computers are not quite working. Meat is wrong, meat is wrong, meat is wrong. But the male pattern baldness. Oh, and now you insult my appearance. <laughs> Just because you have those lush dreadlocks. Give it 10 years, mate. But fuck off back to vegan land. And I hope you choke on a mung bean, you arrogant, condescending nodal fuckwits. We don't want you here. No one wants you here. Never come back. We just want to help. I don't need your kind of help. Good night. Who was it? I don't know, some fucking vegan. Not eating meat. It's so alien to me. I know they're weird. I mean, avoiding the killing of animals would probably make me a good person. Yes, yes, but the last thing I want is someone reminding me I'm not a good person. I was just thinking, this is kind of a stoned thought, but what if that guy at the door, what if he wasn't a vegan? As in, someone who avoids eating all animal byproducts, but what if he was actually vegan? As in an alien from the planet Vega, and it was two little alien dudes riding around in the head of a human-like android, and they were trying to offer us a solution to all the world's problems, but you just turned them down because you thought they were the non-meat-eating kind of vegans. You mean, if I just doomed the planet? Yeah. Well, then it would be the fault of the non-meat-eating vegans, wouldn't it, for being such pricks and souring everyone so much that even hearing the word vegan drives people nuts. Vegans, by being such dicks, would have turned us away from the miracles of the planet Vega. It would be the vegans, then, that ruined everything for everyone, and not me. Vegans fucked us all. As usual. As usual. Friends, don't tell everyone you are vegan, or you will ruin it if the important vegans ever show up. This is Jonathan Frakes, and I hate the role-playing hour so much that whenever I hear it, I want to eject my warp core.
This is Lance Jenkinson. I hate the role-playing hour because they mostly come out at night. Mostly. And is that the last of the blackheads, Smurthwaite? It's a good, good, and you got, you know, <laughs> the crackly bits of gravy out of my long johns. I don't know how they got in there. It's a... Good, good, and you sewed up my long johns. I want to keep wearing those things for at least ten more years. They're ten ninety-nine a pair. That's not, that's not cheap, Smurthwaite. But you sewed them while they're on my legs, while you were doing those back blackheads. So good, good. Listen, because <laughs> I wanted to talk to you. I'm afraid. Um, I'm afraid I'm going to have to let you go, sir. Now, sir. After all that, yes. Yes, Smurthwaite, yes. Ah, well, sir, I suppose at least I'm paid for today. No, you started working for me at noon on Monday, so I pay in 24-hour blocks, and it is noon now. You're fired, and I'm only paying you for yesterday. Sir, I have performed my services admirably. Yes, except for openly insulting me and tweeting pictures of my erogenous zones. I did that in my private time, sir. My Twitter feed is an expression of my personal life. It's not work-related. There are pictures of my balls on your Twitter. I required the crowdsourcing of medical advice. And personally, I was deeply offended by those balls, sir. It affected me privately. They look like if unshaven old man jowls got chicken pox and a bleeding ulcer, sir. And then the old man kissed another old man with the same afflictions. Two loose sets of hanging, wrinkly infected jowls together. Nope, you're out. You're fired. I'd return you in the box, but I can't be bothered paying for postage. But two weeks' notice, sir. No two weeks' notice. You're done. I have cause. Take those surgical gloves off, rinse the pimple pus off your smock, drop your gas mask in the bin, and leave. Go back to the Buckinghamshire Butler's Board of Her Majesty's Imperial Brigade of International Domestics if you have to and find another job. I am giving you a bad review. And yes, I have a smaller social media presence than you, but someone's going to see it. Good luck getting another job, Smurthwaite. You hurt my feelings. You really did. But you deserve everything that's coming to you. You shall regret this, sir. We had an honest working man's contract. The last refuge of the lower classes is to mock and belittle the upper classes. It is our right. Part of me will regret it. You turned the pages of my sheet music with such elegance whilst I was playing my pianoforte. But you're done. I'm not your master, and you're not my gentleman's gentleman. Perhaps I'll hire Barry Beaglehole instead. He sounded good. Then I might need some... I might need some time. Between butlers... To get over things. I shall leave, sir. But you have treated me very unfairly. Good. Yes, yes, I'm upset too, you know. More upset than you. In fact, I think I need some booze to calm my nerves and ease my sorrows. Goodbye, sir. <laughs> ah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 
Smurthwaite. <laughs> Same elevator. I wasn't kidding about uh, going out to the uh, <laughs> booze shop. I, uh, mm, yes, I, uh, did you press the button? Yeah, I'll press it. This is awkward. <laughs> Being in an elevator with your former butler. <laughs> guess you can't, uh, guess you can't relate. Mm, I'm not speaking to you, sir. What are you, uh, what are, are you, are you on Twitter there? <laughs> on your phone? Well, what are you writing? Can I see? Fine, yank the phone away. Don't let me see. <laughs> goddamn this elevator! <laughs> Faster, damn you! I don't want to be in an elevator, oh goddamn! Ah, <laughs> see ya. Hmm. Well, booze shop for me. Glad that is over. I do not like confrontation. A life without confrontation. That would be the life for me. Maybe I should hire someone to confront people for me. Hmm. I bet the workers here wouldn't charge much. I could hire a new butler, and then, if I have any issues with my butler, I could pay my personal confrontation specialist to confront them for me. <laughs> hmm. Ah, liquor, my good sir. Your cheapest yet strongest kind. I'm drowning my sorrows, you know. <laughs> An employee abused me. He abused me deeply, and I... I cannot serve you. What's that? I cannot serve you. I don't, uh... Shop is closed. Shop is closed? It's two. It's clearly open. Is this because I'm foreign? Is this because I only speak English? Well, you, sir, are a racist. I gave up good wages and a cushy western lifestyle to come here and earn slightly worse wages that are still very good by your standards, and I will not be- Good day, I'm sorry I don't speak the local language, I'm a silly tourist, but can I buy this bottle of wine? My friends and I want to celebrate being in your fine city. Certainly, ma'am. Hey, you said you were closed. We are closed. Oh, I'm sorry, should I come back later? Not for you. Please, here is your wine. You just said you're not- We are closed for you. Hey, I've been a good customer. I buy depression beer from you all the time. I'm frequently full of pity and self-loathing. I mean, look at me. I need to self-medicate with booze. Have a care. I'll shop elsewhere. You lost yourself a lot of money, buddy. Cool. And stay out. What got into him? God, well, I can always have a nice coffee instead. That's the thing about Eastern Central Europe. They really love their cafe culture. Well, by that, I mean it's easy to buy instant coffees in styrofoam cups from kebab shops. I shall indulge in that delicacy now. Hello, ma'am. I would like your finest lukewarm Nescafe. Thank you. No! Very well. Some kind of soft drink. One that you have in the fridge. No! Not for you. Get out! But, uh... Get out! Maybe... Maybe I can get a haircut? No! You cannot come into my salon! Or groceries? Stay out of our supermarket! What is going on? Why is my money suddenly no good? What is happening to me? I plead at the foot of this statue like one might plead for guidance at the statue of a saint! Except that this statue appears to be... Lenin? Oh please, Lenin! 
What is happening to me? Why will none of these people listen to me? Why are they all revolting against me? Please, offer some guidance. Liam, it is Lenin speaking. St. Lenin, please, why have all these evils fallen upon me? If it is possible, let this cup of suffering be taken away from me. Liam, use your intelligence. This is a post-communist country. The unions are strong. One man with a union can control 100 without one. Who was worth tweeting as he left? The unions. The unions. The unions? So that's why no one will serve me? But I'll starve if I can't buy groceries. But, but he was bad. I should stand up for my convictions. I was right to fire him. I'm exercising my independent will. No amount of political freedom will satisfy the hungry masses. What could I do? I also need more lube for my robo-veg. This vanilla essence smelling lube just isn't doing it for me. I feel like I'm fucking a soft serve ice cream from one of those vans, you know, with the music. I guess that's because the robo-veg is kind of shaped like a cone. And then with the smell of vanilla... Anyway, I'm going to starve and be forced to have vanilla robo-sex, neither of which appeal to me on a visceral level. What can I do, Lennon? Nothing is done without a rubber stamp. Smurfite will be returning to his workplace and his union reps. His firing has to be official. Once it is made official with a rubber stamp, a glorious rubber stamp, and the unions will be permanent. The way to crush the bourgeoisie is to grind them between the millstones of unions and unions. Damn those unions. If Smurthwaite had no rights, none of this would have happened. You have to find Smurthwaite before the rubber stamping run to him. Thank you, Lennon. Thank you, you angel. God is dead. Run to Smurthwaite. Run to him. I'm a spooky Lenin ghost. I want to collect the bison blood. Smurthwaite! Hey, can I get a taxi to the local administrative branch of the Buckinghamshire Butler's Board of Peace Off? No, of course I can't. I'm running! Smurthwaite! Wait! I would humbly request entrance to the local administrative branch of the Buckinghamshire Butler's Board of Her Majesty's Imperial Brigade of International Domestics. Sir. Sir. Smurthwaite! <gasps> Smurthwaite, wait, just let me... <gasps> let me catch my... <clears throat> breath, Smurthwaite! Sir. Sir? No, Dorman, I don't want to go in. I just have to talk to Smurthwaite. Sir. Sir. Smurthwaite, I wanna... I wanna hire you back. I made a mistake. I need you back as my butler every day. I fired you incorrectly. I want you to come back and and, and be my butler and I'll, I'll pay you. And and you, you'll tell the unions and... Thank you, sir. But I have been wronged. I shall seek employment elsewhere. Dorman, sir. 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 
No, Smurthwaite, I'm begging you. I'm on my knees. Please take me back. Be my butler. Be my gentleman's gentleman. Hmm. Why, sir, I can seek employment elsewhere. Why should I work for someone as vile as you? I'll, I'll, I'll pay you double. Double normal rates. Half my salary, even. You'll be making as much as me. I'll be living like any other poor sap in this country. Hmm. I think not, sir. Enjoy your life, sir. I hope you are not planning on relying on any goods or services in future. Ooh, this, this is ghostly linen. Of him two thirds of your wages. Have the servant make more than the master. Have the landowner become the peasant. Smurthwaite, two thirds of my wages. You'll make more than me. I'll have barely enough to live. Hmm. I, I, I can't survive without you, Smurthwaite. I literally can't. I can't buy groceries if the unions are angry at me. I'll die. I, I, I don't know how to grow my own food. And even if I did, I don't think I can grow up fast enough before I starve. Don't go in there. Don't rubber stamp your unemployment. Please, Smurthwaite. You are the only gentleman's gentleman for me. Smurthwaite! Sirs, brings a tear to me eye that does. So, sirs won't be coming inside? No. We're going home. of table etiquette and cutlery use is as thin, patchy, and viscerally unsettling as the hair on your scalp. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Thank you, Smurthwaite. This soup is grass. Service another, Smurfy. I honestly don't know why you buy such cheap and nasty canned soup, sir. I buy much better fare for myself, and I am a simple domestic. Mm hmm. Hmm. Croutons, uh, yes, <laughs> thank you, Smurthwaite. I shall give you an extra crouton, sir, because it is clear you don't have anything else in your life, such as love, success, or happiness. Your only comforts besides extra croutons in your super drug and alcohol abuse. Hmm, hmm, <laughs> hmm, would you like a napkin, sir? Shall I tie it around your neck like the noose you no doubt deserve? If you will, Smurthwaite. Oh, sir, pardon me, but you smell as if someone exploded a fritz in a microwave and then tried to clean it up by using a dirty nappy dipped in bin water as a sponge. Yes. <laughs> yes. 
Bonza Tacos, Murphy. Bonza. I'll have another helping if you like. Very good, Mr. Roland. Ah, sir. Now that I stand on the other side of the table and get a good look at you, I see that your face looks like a white plastic bag filled with wet rice and maggots that was kicked about a pub floor and left blocking up the drain of a urinal. Hmm. Your beard is the pubes, you see, floating about near the drain of the urinal, collecting around the rice-filled plastic bag. Yes. In fact, I might tweet that. I'll tweet a picture of your face with that caption. Is that... <clears throat> is that... Is that really 140 characters, though? North artichokes, Smurf White Mike. Oh, I don't know how you get them this way. Sir really puts the gross in grossly incompetent master, doesn't he? Hmm. <laughs> nice. That was a... Uh, <laughs> nice gag. Very witty. I've left an invoice for my salary to be paid by the end of the week, sir. And at the same time, every week thereafter. Hmm. Great, great, great. Happy to, uh, hmm. Happy to pay. I'm very glad the domestics cannot eat at the same table as the masters, sir, because the odor of your feculent oral sores and the moistened crust on your eyelids with the lashes poking through like cockroach antenna would cause me to disgorge my orders all over the divan. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Hmm.